0: 217-351-5357 now here's brian barnhart
1: and good monday morning everybody as we welcome you to a penny for your thoughts here on new stock 1400 dws on a monday the last day of april april 30th of 2018 a warmer day high of 74 great weather weekend had a great uh Set of days, uh, weather-wise, for the marathon, the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon, all the great events that occurred over the weekend. The weather couldn't have been more perfect for that, I think. Maybe a little windy at times, but uh, who's complaining about that, right? Finally felt like spring over the weekend, and it looks like that continues some uh, summer-like warmth, uh, Greg Solier says, a high of 81 tomorrow. So we work our way up the thermometer, which is good. Uh, wondered how your weekend went. Were you involved in the marathon, any of the other events? I walked in the 5K with my daughter. I had a great time doing that on Friday night. Very well-run event. I've done it now for a couple of years. If you have not done anything in the uh, the weekend, you should consider doing it. It's a lot of fun, and it's very easy to do, and they've they've got the system down of how to make it work, and it uh, works out really well. But uh, just wonder what uh, your thoughts, your impressions were, if you participated in the marathon, I, I see in the uh, men's marathon, they had a dead heat, a tie. Can that happen? I mean, wow. I I, I heard uh, Mike Lindeman was talking about he had never seen it. I think Jan Seeley had said she'd never seen it in a, in a marathon race itself as they finished with the exact times, crossed the finish line, broke the tape at exactly the same moment. So well, hopefully you've seen all the coverage in the News Gazette over the weekend and listened and followed along as we um, covered that for you this particular weekend big weekend of Illini sports uh, Dave Lone mentioned this earlier this morning the uh, men's golf team fourth straight Big Ten championship under Mike Small nine of the last ten years and uh, Mike will join us about nine forty this morning just to talk a few minutes about his team and uh, I can tell you his team last fall struggled out of the gate in some of the early events and uh, then got it together and of course uh, won by several strokes Yesterday, out in Baltimore, Maryland, in pretty windy conditions out there. So congratulations to Mike Small and the Illini men's golf team. Men's and women's tennis were competing over the weekend. They're headed, looks like, both of those teams for the NCAA. Uh, Basketball recruiting news, that's uh, an evergreen topic, of course, as uh, Brad Underwood continues to uh, remake his roster. And uh, let's see, as far as uh, national news, you've got the group of migrants at one time numbered about 1,700. I think it's down to about 400, now 200 uh, Central American migrants attempting to seek asylum in the U.S. uh, at the border there at uh, Tijuana and San Diego. So that has been a big national and international story. South Korea, North Korea, where will the uh, summit be held with President Trump and uh, Kim Jong-un? There's some possibilities that have been listed. We'll uh, go through some of that if we get a chance. Also, later this morning, in about the uh, 1045 time slot, uh, Kay Green will stop by for a few minutes, CU Ballet, with their presentation at the Virginia Theater of The Sleeping Beauty. So we'll talk about that for a few minutes towards the end of the show today. I'm actually off tomorrow. Uh, I have uh, father-daughter duties. My daughter is uh, completing her third year down at Belmont. in, And I'm going down to pick her up. So i got to help her move uh, stuff back. So uh, Scott Beatty will be here tomorrow. I'll return on Wednesday with Justice Robert Steigman and a couple other things lined up for later in the week, as well as we hit the month of May. So we will um, continue with more, Penny, for your thoughts. We'll take our opening time out and come back and get it started. Your phone calls are welcome, of course, as always, throughout the show, no matter what topic we're on uh, or if you want to text us and we were talking about one topic Maybe it's men's golf and you want to talk about something else nationally, internationally. Feel free to send those texts in along the way. We'll get back to that topic as we uh, go along. Three five six nine three nine seven Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line, 3515357. Five, you can email us, talk at WDWS.com. We'll continue with more Penny for Your Thoughts on a Monday, the last day of April after this. <laughs> Hey, this reminder, you can support your favorite businesses, service, or pastime by voting in the Newstalk 1400 WDWS, The People's Choice, your favorite park, restaurant, insurance agent, spa, preschool, or any of 144 other categories. Vote away. Vote at WDWS.com, The People's Choice from NewsGazette Media and presented as well by Central Illinois Credit Union. I want to remind you, since 1986, the Woods family It's helped over 55,000 homeowners. That's Woods Basement Systems. And if you've had some uh, crawl space wall cracks, maybe you're getting out now that the weather's warm, you're getting down there and checking things out, Uh, the foundation walls of your home, what's lurking in your dirt crawl space, molds, pests of all types, and smells, especially in the springtime, once the air conditioner's turned on. Call this area's highest rated, most reviewed contractor, Woods Basement Systems. Did you know that uh, crawl space uh, wall cracks uh, let water leak into your crawl space? Most of that water gets trapped on top of the vapor barrier, and it evaporates up and into your home, and mold loves that. So protect your home's investment. Get your free estimate from woods and fix those basement and crawl space cracks once and for all. Maybe you've got a uh, foundation problem. Cracks can be found inside on drywall, outside in masonry. They can be in block or poured concrete foundations. They all have two things in common. A, they don't uh, they don't heal themselves. They get worse if you ignore them, and they also steal value from your home until the cause is fixed. Woods Basement Systems, a place to call or visit. WoodsBasementSystems.com dot com is the website. You can call 888-935-4333. Woods Basement Systems, one of our sponsors here on Penny for Your Thoughts. 356-9397 is how you can reach us on the phones today. You can email us, talk at wdws.com. And you can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. University of Illinois Academic Senate a Senate will consider a resolution this afternoon that asks university officials to ban the appearance of the unofficial Chief Alinawick at sporting events. The resolution is sponsored by four senators, states that protests are not allowed inside of State Farm Center and Memorial Stadium. Professor Jay Rosenstein, who created the resolution, says the chief appearances of protests against the administration's decision to retire the symbol back in 2007 and should not be allowed. That plan does not, by the way, have the endorsement of U of I Chancellor Robert Jones, who's advocating for more thoughtful conversation and negotiation. Academic setting meeting uh, this afternoon at 310 in the Illini Union. And uh, campus officials, meanwhile, seeking feedback from the public tomorrow on themes that emerged from that recent critical conversation. So that's uh, ongoing on the uh, University of Illinois campus. And I don't know if you saw the story in the weekend uh, in general about how golf courses across the country and in our area, and they focused on Stone Creek and some of the other ones uh, in the area, how they are struggling with uh, keeping the number of golfers up that want to play, for instance, 18 holes. And I know a couple of courses mentioned, hey, they had looked at or had gone to 12-hole golf courses. 18 holes is a lot of time to invest. That was the biggest factor. Um, You know, you're looking at what, four hours, roughly, for 18 holes, depending on if you walk or, or use a cart? So that uh, that has been a concern, I guess. And Spencer Atkins of the Atkins Group, you may have read about that in the Sunday paper. So if you didn't, you might check that out, just uh, talking about the health of golf courses in general, attendance-wise, uh, activity, what is the future of those. There was a boon, of course, building of golf courses, and everything seems to go in cycles and uh, talked about some of that in the News Gazette on Sunday. So if you want to check that out, feel free to do that. And we mentioned the uh, Central American migrants attempting to seek asylum in the U.S. They've been told they'll wait until a border facility near San Diego has enough space to accommodate them. The migrants had made their way north through Mexico by foot, freight train, and bus over the last month. Many say they fear for their lives in their home countries. The uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection Commissioner said on Sunday that San Ysidro port of entry had reached capacity for people without legal documents to enter the country. He said the crossing could take in an additional uh, number of people as space and resources become available. So that's kind of the, the latest on that particular story down on the border, Tijuana in San Diego, San Ysidro. Got an email from Benny. He says, good morning, Brian. I enjoyed the flashback Friday. We talked about department stores and retail stores. He also says, Thank you for playing that uh, run song that I used to see on Sesame Street. Yeah, we did play that near the end of the show. And he also, uh, and I know Michael Kaiser touched on this at the end of Saturday Sports Talk on Saturday, that uh, Steve Kelly is coming out of retirement. And Steve Kelly will be joining Lauren Tate starting on the Saturday Sports Line show uh, next Saturday. He's also going to be involved in the, uh, if you've heard the News Gazette uh, media sports page that uh, during the course of the year they do at the Esquire in downtown Champaign. I think they're in studio now for a few months until we get back to uh, to football, but Steve's also going to have a hand in that show as well. So uh, he went into retirement. He couldn't stay retired very long. So uh, he'll be back and uh, with us on Saturday Sports Talk with Lauren Tate starting this Saturday, and Benny is referencing that uh, as he um, texted in this morning. Castle Heating and Cooling Text Line, 3515357. You can call us, 3569397, and you can email us talk at WDWS.com. I'm off tomorrow. Scott Beatty will sit in this chair tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, Justice Steigman. On Thursday, I've got someone coming in. I'll tell you more about him on Wednesday. But he'll come in. We're going to talk because there are certain things I don't I don't know. I'm like, you know, what is a green card? What is the student visa? How does that work? when students come to the u of i um to study what are they here on? Do they have a travel visa? is it a what is it and you know when you're when you overstay your um your visa if you're visiting the country, we're going to get into some immigration talk about how you become a citizen, what the process is, and of course you've got the um you know, illegal alien situation, the undocumented immigrants, however you want to say it uh situation uh, at the border there we can uh, that might be proved to be timely so we'll do that on thursday but uh open line pretty much here open mic open form you have the floor this morning for the most part i will have uh, mike small join us in about 20 minutes and talk about the men's golf team and their fourth straight big 10 championship let's go uh, to the phones here tom is up first hi tom good morning
2: Good morning. i wonder maybe I was an illegal immigrant. I uh, lived in a foreign country eighteen and a half months, never had a passport, never had a visa, but I was in the Navy, so <laughs> I, uh, I guess well, the, the, our Navy ID card is green. But when I got to the uh, airport, I just showed him my Navy ID and yeah, come on in. So so where know, I guess,
1: so where were you?
2: Uh, uh, Barbados. Oh, okay. Yeah, rough a nice place to go in the middle of the Vietnam
3: War.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I was, uh, this is one for the books. I was watching TV as morning. I don't remember what channel it was. Had this guy, and they had a couple little kids running around. It was a tourist commercial for St. Louis, you know, and had all the niceties and everything. Yeah, St. Louis is a great place to go and all that. I thought, well, it's nice. So I, I flipped it over to, uh, I don't remember that channel, but, Went to twenty WICD or ICS or something like that, and uh, I think it's ABC. And it talked about a shooting in St. Louis by the ballpark. I just caught the tail end of it. Was that some kind of fatality? It's next to the St. Louis ballpark.
1: Yeah, it was the Ballpark Village, and I uh, I've got to reread the story. I can't remember if there was a fatality or not, but I know there was a shooting. Now the Cardinals weren't playing; they were in Pittsburgh, Uh, but um,
2: but something happened terrible but you watch a commercial nice of these and yeah. <laughs> a couple of seconds later you're watching about a shooting so yeah.
1: well the guy that does the the guy that does the commercials is the randall from this is us
2: if, oh if you okay. ever if you
1: ever see that show I, I thought
2: uh, he looked uh mm-hmm. I, mean, I i don't get cable tv i just got i got rabbit ears from the yeah. old days i pick up 25 channels yeah and uh but anyway, uh, you yeah, have a good one, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Hey,
1: you're welcome, Tom. Good to hear from you. Three five six nine three nine seven. You can join us on the phone lines that way. If you have a topic you want to bring up, just like that, you can certainly do that. But yes, there was a, a shooting at the ballpark village, right next to Bush Stadium yesterday. But again, the Cardinals were playing out in Pittsburgh, and uh, they weren't playing well, but they were playing out there. I think they uh, what the Pirate pitcher had a perfect game into the seventh or something like that. So. The Cardinals got uh, swept away in Pittsburgh. We'll uh, talk about some of the other sports news here as we work our way uh, through the morning. But, uh, again, if you have some comments on any or all of the uh, national stories, what do you make of the situation at the border uh, with the Central American immigrants uh, coming up from Honduras and other places? I guess they've been on quite a trek. It's interesting because that story first came out a couple weeks ago, uh, almost a month ago. Um, They had entered Mexico, and then I think the caravan, as it was, grew to about 1,700, and then it was 400, and then I guess they're dealing with a couple hundred right now at the uh, U.S. border. The president referenced all of that in a speech, I think he had a rally up in Michigan the night of the correspondence dinner over the weekend. We're at uh, 923. We'll take a break here. We'll come back with more. Mike Small coming up here in a few minutes, less than 20 minutes. Talk about his Illini golf team. We'll visit with him briefly. And uh, later this morning at 1045, K-Green, CU Ballet with the Sleeping Beauty at the Virginia Theater. All that straight ahead. Back on Penny for your thoughts. Newstalk 1400, DWS. Glad you're with us. Back to the phones. And Ruth. Hey, Ruth. Good morning.
4: Good morning.
1: How, are, How are, you? are you today? I'm doing pretty well. It's sunny and it's warming
3: up.
4: That's true. <laughs> I call in to grumble, and oh, yes. I'm sure you want to hear more, but oh, sure. I'd like to put it out there in case uh, people did not happen to see. The editorial in Thursday's um, News Gazette is talking about Urbana is has uh, passed a resolution, I guess you would call it, to pay for um people who have um broken uh their backup lights mm-hmm. and um I don't remember the exact number, but I think it's at least twenty dollars or more a person to have their um you know their replacements put in. Uh, and then, um, after I had seen that, I called in and I asked if we were having another brush pick up this spring, because we only had one. And they said, oh, they had cut that budget in order to pay for different things in other places. And it seems to me, uh, being a taxpayer, a homeowner, a property owner, that... Um, their money they're using is not, um, you know, they have, they don't ask us as property owners what we would like to do. They just make these decisions willy-nilly. It seems to me sometimes, mm. and um, I don't know how many people who live in Urbana saw that, and um, I saw that Champagne has added an extra pickup because the spring was so late. You know the summer mm-hmm. coming in, and uh, I just was complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and I wanted yeah. people to know that. And um, I don't know if pressure would make any difference or not, but
1: well. it, um, it it might, yeah. And um, that's that's interesting. So have, have they already had the brush pick up, or they, they're only going to uh, have
4: one? one. Okay. We used to have three: oh, a really? fall and a spring. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, three in the fall and three in the spring. And last year, and I don't know how many years before, at least probably at least a couple, we only have two. Mm. And this spring, we only had the one. And, um, you know, I, I think people who pay taxes deserve a little um, leeway sometimes and uh we want to give our money all away but it seems to me to keep the community clean and good looking you know mm-hmm. it would be to their benefit to help us do that yeah.
1: now that's interesting and i'm going to try to have uh, i've i've got a couple of contacts feelers out um looking at maybe having somebody on from the city of urbana who's uh i think in charge of that the tail light headlight program maybe to talk about a little bit and. Maybe that's yeah, something we could tie in. So, yeah, would be great.
4: I just feel that we're getting, quote, unquote, as my kids would say, screwed. And uh, I don't think it's quite fair. So right. anyway, I uh, put my grumble out today, and there I'm not are. sure I feel better, but maybe <laughs> I do. And I thank you for your time.
3: Well, thank you,
1: Ruth.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Good, good bye to hear bye from then. you.
1: Speaking of yards, your yard's an important part of the special place you call home. Let the local lawn care professionals at Spring Green take special care of your lawn and landscape investment. Provide the convenience of a trouble-free Spring Green lawn. In each neighborhood they serve, Spring Green uses only state-of-the-art methods and materials to produce the kind of results you'll love coming home to all season long. Of course, uh, the yards are turning green now and everything looks nice, but uh, keeping that look all year long can be hard in those summer months when it gets hot and dry, as we all know it will uh our area changes from year to year and this year is different from last year this year has been unlike any other year i think in in a while that we've seen spring green continually studying the east central illinois area learning from research done at the university of illinois and elsewhere to provide the best up-to-date products and service right now is the most important application of the year fertilizer pre-emergent weed control and it's never too late to get set up on the grub control they uh, guarantee weed control with at least three applications. Give uh, JT Warm Beer, Steve Emke a call, 359-2111, or visit spring-green.com. We've got news headlines coming up. Mike Small joining us in a few minutes to talk about the golf. Four championships in a row and nine of the last ten in the Big Ten. We'll talk about all that and more. Michael Kaiser next with the uh, news update. Back on Penny for your thoughts. Newstalk 1400 here on this Monday. Three five six nine three nine seven. As we wrap up the month of April, after a busy uh, weekend with a marathon and everything else going on, movie theaters were full. It appeared with the Avengers. I went by after walking in the 5K. Drove down with my daughter down near Savoy, uh, and uh, wow, was that parking lot packed! So there were uh, people attending the movies and doing lots of other things as well. Uh, the Illini men's and women's tennis teams both headed for the NCAA. It appears they'll find out tomorrow. Illini men fell in the Big Ten tournament final to number 3 Ohio State. The Illini women fell to Michigan in a heartbreaker in the semis over the weekend on Saturday, but they'll be uh, continuing play. Let's go to uh, Richard, who gets us in this next half hour. Hi, Richard. How are you? Gets us started.
5: Well, well, good morning, Brian. Brian, I wanted to uh, respond to Ruth's call um, and quote, somewhat quote, Mr. Limbaugh, who Will follow you shortly. Uh, he has what he calls his 25 uh, undeniable truths of life. Now, I have no idea what any one of those 25 are, but I would bet that surely one of them is that uh, no Democrat will allow uh, a situation to pass where they cannot tax uh, hardworking uh, people who had. Uh, earned money throughout their life and paid taxes. And uh, the Democrat is not going to allow one of those opportunities to pass where they can tax that individual and give that money to someone who does not pay tax. And um, it's just a way for them to continue to keep uh, a certain class of people uh, indebted to them and to keep them in office. And uh it it's sad.
1: Well the Quite book good. was I think uh, Rush had two books he wrote on that topic, I think.
5: Well, yeah. I have I've I've got one of his books that I picked up at a garage sale, but I've never read it. But uh, I know you're an avid reader. <laughs> I'm not so much I get pretty selective about what I read, but yeah. uh, it's just unfortunate. And I, I wanna follow up uh, some um Months ago, shortly after you started, I called in and complained about uh, Pritzker and his uh, desire to increase taxes on the rich. And I had said something about uh, I had been paying uh, taxes, state taxes, on my Social Security earnings, which are less than 17000 a year. I do not pay any federal hmm. uh, tax on that. Because of the formulation, but the state uh does not follow the federals formula, and I end up paying a couple of hundred dollars a year uh taxes on my social security to the state of Illinois, which infuriates me but hmm. it isn't going to do any good. I can't vote anybody uh, out of office They're just our state has so many uh loyal Democrats for I'd like to move out if I could, if I could Brian. Well,
1: as long as uh, Mike Madigan's in charge, uh, you know it's not going to change much. No. Um, so no, um, and you know that's and
5: and the city of Urbana, <clears throat> yes, they they're, they're going to allow uh, somebody to come to them and get uh, car repairs on the on the cheap or you know free. And and Ruth is going to have to find some way to get the brush that collects in her yard, taken to a greens recycle area in the back of her car probably, but uh, it's unfortunate.
1: All right. Hey, Richard, thank you for the call. Yes. Great to hear from you. Three five six nine three nine seven is how you can join us on the phone lines today. The Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357. You can email us, talk at WDWS.com. Four years in a row, nine of the last ten, Manai Men's Golf has won the Big Ten title and coach mike small joins us here for a couple of minutes hey coach congratulations to you and the team
6: thank you brian i appreciate that a lot and uh i'm proud of the kids they played hard again
1: well tell me uh when this year started last fall i know talking to you a little bit back then and uh you weren't sure where the team was headed but uh this has to be pretty satisfying uh all the hard work paid off at the end of the year
6: it does it does i tell you the young guys in the program really came around the three sophomores we have on our program in our team and uh you know we have two seniors who are like five and twelve in the world amateur golf rankings on our team. So anytime you have two anchors like that, there's always hope and there's always a possibility you can do something special. And and last fall, you know we had we just lost a, one of our top players to turn professional after a sophomore year. So we're trying to trying to figure out what everybody's roles were. And the the fall started off a little slowly, and then um, we picked up a little speed at the end of the fall. And then the spring we just kind of. We, we settled on, a, on an identity and uh, a way that we need to get together and think and, and compete together, and uh, it gelled. And, and we're playing pretty well right now. The last month has been pretty successful, and um, now we've got a couple-week break before the NCAA starts. And, you know, again, we'll see if we can keep it going, but I'm just very happy that these guys got this accomplishment done. Yeah. And, and, and this is the first, the first thing on our, on our list every year is to win the Big Ten championships, so one down.
1: How windy was it out there yesterday?
6: Yesterday it was very windy. It was windy and it was cold. It was um uh, it was upper forties, uh, with about a 20, 25 mile an hour wind. So that's you know, that gets down into the thirties when you're playing and uh you know, they handled it pretty well. They we, we all the teams struggled early because of uh, of the of the conditions and he started spraying the ball crooked a little bit that gets in your head and that uh, happened to us early, but our guys actually had some fortitude and kinda of regrouped and restarted their engines about hole number three or four and um and settled down and played pretty well after that
1: mike small with us here for a couple of minutes congratulating him on another big 10 championship uh, for the illini Uh, nick hardy though was pretty special in those conditions in baltimore
6: you know we're talking yesterday on the way home brian he made three bogeys the entire tournament and this is one of the hardest golf courses there is especially under the conditions the greens are very demanding and uh um, it's a great historical golf course and to play fifty four holes in those conditions under that uh you know, that that pressure, if you will, or that size of a tournament for these kids, um, to make three bogeys is pretty impressive. So he deserved to win. He got some help there at the end. The young the young man for Penn State, uh, Cole Miller was playing great the entire tournament and had a rough back nine, so you kinda of feel for him. But uh but Nick was there to pick it up uh when Cole fell back and and Nick's the champion, so I'm very happy for him.
1: Yeah. So I guess what Maryland was kind of the host of this? event being out there
6: you know about well about six seven years ago we went we went to a neutral site championship instead of visiting all the campuses okay. because a home course in golf is a huge huge advantage so we got away from that and actually the big ten office now hosts the big ten championships okay. we probably, we try to put it in a footprint in the big ten you know uh you know areas or states but uh n- no school actually hosted anymore the big ten conference comes and does it yeah
1: well it was very exciting to hear and i know uh they're all satisfying but I know for you, uh, each year is a little unique, right? I mean, each team has its own little blend of uh, people and talents and abilities and what they go through, and uh, I would think each one would be satisfying in a different way.
6: It is. You're exactly right. They have their own personalities, but that's what makes coaching fun, is that every year is a new year. You start at zero again, and uh, you try to help these kids and try try to, you know, have them have an experience here and, and and leave with a legacy that they can keep with keep with them the rest of their lives and that's what's special about it and uh, if you have success it's icing on the cake and they'll always have this experience and um, like you know like you said everybody does it differently especially in the game of golf they all play differently they all think differently and as a coach you have to work with all those different uh, ways of doing things and bring them together under one kind of envelope and it's it's a challenge but that's what that's what makes coaching golf really fun is that um, you have all those different variables and 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 these kids uh you know when they come together it's a pretty re- rewarding experience and like i said i'm very excited for them
1: so you're able to get home uh, what last night i guess and then get ready for uh wednesday when they make the selections right
6: that's right yeah we got back late last night and uh they're off today and you know final exams start this week later this week so they're getting ready for that and we're going to kind of Cool our heels a little bit uh, for the next couple days and get those guys to catch up in class. And then we're going to find out Wednesday night where we go. And there's six sites around the country they can send us to. And we have no idea where we're going to go. So we'll find out Wednesday night.
1: Hey, Mike, congratulations again. Thanks for coming on for a few minutes and uh, good luck.
6: Thanks, Brian. Thanks for everything. We appreciate
1: the support. All right. Thank you. That's uh, head coach Mike Small, Line I Men's Golf. Four straight. Big Ten titles, nine of the last ten. uh, Won it out there in Baltimore with uh, Nick Hardy. Three under par, 67 in windy cold conditions yesterday to uh, defeat Penn State's Cole Miller, who finished second overall in the Illini won by uh, several strokes. What, uh, shot seven over par Sunday in the windy conditions, a four under par total tally, 15 strokes ahead of runner-up Ohio State, 16th. Big Ten Men's Golf Championship for the Illini. First school Illinois is to win nine Big Ten titles in 10 years since Ohio State took 11 of 12 in the mid-70s to the mid-80s. And That's been a while ago. 946, we'll take a break. Back with more for you. Penny for your thoughts. Back to the open mic, open forum here as we continue after this. If you've needed collision repairs on your vehicle, maybe you did uh, recently what I did one time. I backed out of the garage, took the mirror right off the uh, car, hit the wall, hit the sidewall, and, you know, on the way out, I did that once, that was enough. But uh, that's something, uh, for example, that Gallo Miller Painting Collision Repair can fix for you. They know having a car accident is a serious matter. If you've run into something or did what I did, took off your mirror, uh, go get a free estimate. Let them check it out. They've been repairing vehicles for 18 years, 23,000 vehicles plus and counting. And uh, they can tell you everything you'd like to hear about collision repair, but they'd rather prove it. And their motto is where action speaks louder than words. They know the collision repair business inside and out. And you know sometimes you pick up, call this adjuster, call that company, they call back, or they take care of all that stuff. So just give them the keys. You've been in an accident. They'll take care of it. They'll keep you updated on what's going on. So make sure you check it out at Gallo-Miller Paint and Collision Repair. If you need collision repair service in the future, keep it in mind. i seventy fourth south side between Neal and Prospect. Exits, gallomiller.com. All right, let's go back to the phones. Appreciate Mike Small being with us. Uh, we are at 951 and sunny and about 59 degrees right now in downtown Champaign. Good morning to Mike.
7: Good morning, Jim. How are you doing? this bright Good. morning? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine. I've got uh, something to say about the marathon on yeah. Saturday. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, have volunteered for uh, about the last six years. In the last five years, I have been at one intersection, which is Logan and Locust. Uh, it's a kind of a funny one where the uh, 10K comes from the north towards me and then turns and goes down Logan And then the marathon runs, comes off of First Street right down Logan. And so I could see quite a nice uh, race there. But near the end of the, we are instructed what to do, uh, not pulsing people through, uh, letting cars go through, not letting them go down the uh, race course. Near the end of the race, uh, very few people were on the course, but we still had people on the course. I had a car come down Logan because the 10K was over. We were able to put people on to, uh, uh, no, it was Locust. But we were able to put people on and across uh, Logan. Rates were still on. The marathoners were still coming. Very few people. And I had a car come out. I approached him, had him stop, uh, and uh, had a runner. As soon as the runner was through and everything else, I told him to go straight across. Well, he started to make a right-hand turn, and we're told we are not allowed to let vehicles go with the flow of the traffic. If they turn, they have to go against the traffic so everybody could be seen. Right.
3: Hmm.
7: And I yelled at this guy, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it was a dark car with dark tints, windows, could not see in the car at all. And he puts his window down, and as soon as he put his window down, I could see he was a police officer. And he said, good old man. Well, that kind of upset me. Number one, yes, I am in, up in the years, but yet I'm a volunteer trying to protect the runners and everything else, doing what is being told. And he comes back as this old man stuff to me.
3: Hmm.
7: Well, as soon as I saw he was a policeman, I let him go on the course because that's one of the emergency vehicles allowed on the course. Well, the next street down, they heard me, apparently, because they got on the middle street and stood in the middle street with their arms open. Well, when he got down there, he turned his flashers on, and he turned his siren on, and they let him through.
3: Hmm.
7: But when he was at me, he did not have any notification on the exterior of that car that he was an uh, emergency personnel or a cop or anything like this. And I think it was very rude for him to say what he did to me. I know... Chief Cobb wants us to respect the police officers, and that's a two-way street.
3: Yeah. If
7: I'm supposed to respect them, they need to respect me. I am a volunteer trying to help out and to protect runners.
1: Yeah, and you're and it you're just, not and, just, yeah, and you're and you're not an official policeman or anything like that. You're just no, trying uh-uh. to do what you know what you're told. Yeah. So,
7: you know, uh-huh. if and and the other thing, I've had people trying to go across them, and they always turn their. Turn signal on saying they want to turn right. And I I go up to him, talk to him and tell him, no, you can't. You have to go a straight girl. He didn't have his turn signal on. Hmm. So I didn't know he was going to make a right-hand turn until he started making it. And the thing is, if I make a right-hand turn without turning my signal on, he could arrest me. So that's a two-way street, too. He's Hmm. not following the rules and regulations of the state of Illinois or Champaign-Urbana. Hmm.
1: So it wasn't so, an know, so so it wasn't an unmarked car at the time when you. It was
3: a very yeah. it
7: was an unmarked it was a very dark car did not have, uh, MP license plates on it and it had dark tinted windows all the way around yeah. so I couldn't see in the car I did not know he's a police officer until he lowered his window and as soon as I like I say as soon as I saw he's a police officer no problem you can go yeah but you know I I was just doing what I was told to do
1: yeah. Well did he say yeah. well did he say it in a you know, did, just a nasty way or was it more of a yeah, he, said it, kinda... he
7: kind of said it in a, he said it in a kind of a nasty way I took it that way it yeah. yeah well, and like i say they want us to respect them, and I do respect my father was a law officer i've got a uh brother in law who is a, a judge I've got several other relatives who work in the law enforcement and so I respect them very much, but they need to respect us
1: yeah. All right. Hey, thank you, Mike. Okay, Pre- thank you much, Chuck. Appreciate for sharing that. Uh, let's go to Greg here at 956. Hi, Greg.
8: Hello, Brian. I want to talk about uh, Ruth, who called in about Urbana and their brush pickup. Yeah. First of all, if you're driving an automobile and you can't afford to fix a taillight, you probably shouldn't be driving it. You can't afford to drive it anyway. You know, I think that's ridiculous, Urbana paying to have those tail lights fixed on those cars. But also with this brush pickup, you know, they said there's no money in that budget for that. They've got, I assume, public works people do that work, and they're working every every day over there. They're doing something. You know, why, uh, why can't they continue picking that brush up? And I'll tell you what, if they don't, all they're doing is encouraging people to take it out in the country and dump it on the township roads, and somebody's got to pay to pick it up out there.
1: Yeah, well, it's uh, I, yeah, I I just did not heard about the uh, number of brush pickups going down, uh, mm-hmm. but but I don't live in Champaign or Urbana now, so um, I haven't thought about it for a while.
8: Well, you know what Ruth could do? She could just put that stuff out in the street, call the, the city, and say, "Hey, there's rubbish and stuff out here in front of my house. Get somebody out here to pick it up." Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. People are gonna haul it out in the country and dump it. Some farm will end up having to pick it up, and the township will end up paying. But uh, eventually the taxpayers are going to pay to have that stuff picked up.
1: Hey, Greg, thanks for the call. Thank you. Got to move on here. Let's go to Bob. Good morning, Bob.
9: Uh, Brian. Hey. Yeah, good morning. Say, I'm I'm calling in response to a caller about 10 minutes ago who was going bonkers about the Democrats and J.B. Pritzker and paying taxes on his Social Security.
1: At least state taxes, he said.
9: Yes. Well, this is, you don't pay taxes. You don't pay state taxes on your Social Security. You don't pay taxes on your pension, your, your 401k, your 403b withdrawals. And Illinois, Illinois is a great state for that, so he's got a fool for his tax preparer, whether that's him or somebody else, I have no idea.
1: Yeah, now this came up before. Somebody pointed out there is a formula. If you're above a certain level of income or something, does that change?
9: That's, that's the federal you mm-hmm. have, to, if you're above a certain income, you pay 85 per, on 85 percent of your social security. You pay taxes on. Yeah. That's the federal. On the state, the, you do not pay taxes. State tax on your social security.
1: Hmm. Uh, at all, no matter what you make.
9: At all. Huh. Well, I couldn't say that. Yeah. Uh, I know up to like seventy-five, eighty thousand dollars. You don't. Yeah. I mean, if he's a a, a million-dollar income person, pos- I don't know, I, but. The way it's explained to me, and the way I've read it, and the way I've been doing this for years, I do not pay taxes on retirement income. Mm. Social Security is considered retirement income.
1: Okay, very good. Hey, thank you.
9: Sure thing, Brian. Thank
1: you, Bob. Uh, another Texas no tax on retirement income for the state of Illinois. All right, uh, less than a minute here, but Janice, if you want to get in real quick, go ahead.
10: Yes, quick question. I would love to know if other people are experiencing this problem. There's a, a female driver in a black sedan around John and Mayfair Street in Champagne that appears to be looking to hit people with her car, like intentionally has jumped out twice in front of other drivers, almost like she wants to find an expensive vehicle to hit her. And I'd be very interested to know if other people are are experiencing the same thing. We've had to avoid accidents with her twice.
1: Okay. And that's this morning?
10: Uh, Uh, Yesterday and uh, a couple of days ago. And, again, same location. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Bye. All right. We're at 10 o'clock. WDWS Champaign-Urbana.
0: It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397, email talk at WDWS.com, or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. Back for hour number two, a very
1: fast first hour here at the end of April as we're sunny and near 60 degrees here in downtown Champaign. Glad you're with us wherever you might be listening. I know radio is one of those things uh, both with streaming now and in your car, in your home, in your garden, you can take it anywhere. And we're just glad that uh, you're along for the ride here today as we work our way through this Monday. A couple of things left over from the first hour. So we have the open line, open forum going here uh, for the most part this hour. 10.45, we'll talk about CU Ballet and their presentation at the Virginia Theater of the Sleeping Beauty. Uh, One man did die in that shooting at Ballpark Village. Another remains hospitalized. That was down in St. Louis, across from Bush Stadium. Cardinals were not playing there. They were out in Pittsburgh. But uh, both victims were men in their 30s. And police said they may have been bystanders not involved in that argument. That was at Ballpark Village. Also, a text in on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line says, regarding the previous uh, caller's comments about the city of Urbana and its decision-making, please know that throughout the state, our city in Urbana is known as the Soviet Socialist Republic of Urbana. Uh, The texter says, and for good reason. And an email from Sue. Sue says, Brian, I think the people who are trying to get into our country should be required to have sponsors that would be responsible for their expenses. If there are not enough sponsors, those who are in favor of open borders, should step up to the plate and volunteer to take responsibility for a certain number of the illegal immigrants. That is an email from Sue. You can always email us throughout both hours, uh, throughout the show, on any topic. Whatever you want to send in, feel free. We'll do make every effort to get them on before the show is over at 11 o'clock. 356-9397 is the phone number. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. Three five one five three five seven, and you can email us. Talk at wdws dot com. Mark your calendar sixty six champaign County Economic Seminar, Busey observing its sesquicentennial, fulfilling dreams since eighteen sixty eight, and paying homage to Ed Charlo. The economic seminar will be at the I Hotel and Conference Center in champaign Usually, this event, uh, when they've had it here in town, has been in the morning. Well, this one's going to be in the afternoon and in the evening. Uh, doors open at 3.30, the presentation at 4.15, the cocktail hour to follow the economic seminar. This year's theme for Busey, Fulfilling Dreams, as Busey observes, 150 years. The event will also recognize Ed Charlo. Everybody knows Ed, more than five decades of commitment and service to Busey and Champaign County. So this is Wednesday, May 9th, Champaign County, the 66th economic seminar. Going on at the iHotel, if you're unable to attend the seminar, you can connect with at Busey on Twitter for live updates during the program. The guest speaker, by the way, is our friend Sue Gray, the president and CEO of United Way of Champaign County. And you can look for the rebroadcast on Urbana Public Television, UPTV, available on Channel 6, AT&T on UVerse Channel 99. So uh, for a look at the national and local economy, uh, and the outlook for the year ahead, attend the Champaign County Economic Seminar Wednesday, May 9th. The Iowa Hotel and Conference Center, call 1-800-67-BUSEY for details. Don't know if you saw, speaking of calling, uh, T-Sprint and Mobile, I'm sorry, huh, T-Sprint. I guess that's what they're going to be, maybe. They're going to combine it. T-Mobile and Sprint, I'm sorry, uh, basically coming together. They're merging, at least they're planning to merge. Uh, Sprint and T-Mobile officially seeking to merge. If the deal is approved, the resulting company would be the nation's second biggest wireless carrier after Verizon. They would control roughly 100 million customers. While the merger could put the companies in a stronger position to take on AT&T and Verizon, it would also eliminate a competitor from the wireless industry. So uh, wondering if that's uh, good or bad, and uh, why is the deal happening Big story in the Washington Post today in regards to that online if you want to check it out. But I was just kind of scanning through that. So that's a a big story on Wall Street today. Let's go to uh, Cindy. Good morning, Cindy.
11: Hi. I just wanted to mention I don't know if it's um, referring to your text that you got about the sponsor. My grandfather came here in 1914, and he, I've got all his original paperwork, which is really cool um like his application to the uh to come to the, to the United States he had to have a sponsor um my main name is felicia so he was italian and uh there were some italians here already you know because it was early mm-hmm. so he got you know like some vespa some i don't know if you going way back frank zito Ran the mob in <laughs> Springfield, stuff like that. But anyway, he got some Italians here to sponsor him, and it was a requirement. And the witness, which is hilarious on one of the original forms, was the cab driver because he didn't know anybody, hmm. you know. He was coming over at 17, couldn't speak a bit of English, and trying to do it back how he did it then. Right. So it's kind of funny. And he had to have these sponsors. So somehow they had to communicate in 1914 to America Hey, what Italians over there will sponsor me. Yeah,
1: and that wasn't <laughs> and it wasn't easy. Camera. You couldn't just pick up the no, cell phone and call, yeah.
11: Yeah, you know, yeah, like now, yeah, now we can just, you know, call Ghana. I mean, but you know, it's like so it's funny that they brought that up because I I just thought that was the standard. Hmm. I thought that you had to have a sponsor yeah. or
1: yeah. Well, that's so. like I say Later this week, I'm going to have a guy who specializes in immigration. And I'm just going to ask questions like that, you know, because yeah. uh, I, I, I honest don't know how it all works. I just, you know, I hear all these things. I know kind of what they are, but I don't know how they work specifically,
3: you know?
11: Yeah. I, I know how it worked back then. And know. sometimes it was a little shady. I mean, you know, this, this country was, uh, was populated by a lot of people who snuck in under beds, and <laughs> you know, if you think about like the Titanic, you can not account for everybody.
3: That's right. But that's
11: exactly the year he came over. So anyway, I just thought that was still yeah. what was happening. Okay. Okay, thanks. Well, that's a great point. Bye-bye. Thank you, Cindy. Thanks. Bye.
1: Three five six nine three nine seven. We've uh, discussed several things today. It's been great. Potpourri of topics today here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Ten eighteen. We're back with more after this timeout. Stay with us. Hey, it's your own. Tending for your thoughts continues here this morning on this Monday, three five six nine three nine seven. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling Text line, three five one five three five seven or email us talk at wdws.com. Support your favorite business, service, or um, pastime by voting in the news talk fourteen hundred DWS the People's Choice. Hope you've Uh, done this for us your favorite park restaurant insurance agent spa preschool or any of 144 other categories uh, categories voted wdws.com the people's choice from news gazette media and central illinois credit union all right uh, let's go back to the phones here Uh, they've been busy today hey chris good morning
10: I'm talking about immigration. Yeah. Um, I, I'm i a landlord. I have uh, several small buildings, and most of my tenants are internationals, and most of them are U of I students, and I currently have one, and she has twins over in her country uh, that are a year old, and and then her husband wants to come and join her, too, here at the university, and she must sponsor. Hmm. in order to do that
1: okay so that still goes on
10: yes it does i have i mean i've been doing this for 40 years Hmm. and all of my all of my tenants had to have a sponsor and sometimes i even have to go to their embassies to verify that the lease that they have is actually a real lease (laughs) you Um. know they want to see my body there as well as a piece of paper
1: yeah, I know for a lot of the people that come in the country in a variety of ways, legal, uh, there's a lot you have to do.
10: Oh, you know, tons. Uh, tons and tons and tons. I have many of my, uh, well, probably about a third of my tenants have gone on to become citizens. It's a very long process, 10 years. They have to take classes. They have to, there's, there are so many requirements, and and I sometimes, again, all the way along the way, have to um, um, check in with with somebody at an embassy yeah. during that process.
1: And that's so, I think that's what because people that know how that works, they get upset when they see people just walking in.
10: Yeah, you know, that's
1: that's what I think is what triggers a lot of that. You know, it's because I think
10: they, I think so too, cool. and I, I just don't understand why we can't enforce the the rules that they are. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Just doesn't make sense to
1: yeah. me. All right, thank you, Chris.
10: Thanks.
1: Brian. Appreciate the phone call. And let's see, Bob. Hey, Bob, you have?
10: Yes, Brian.
3: Yeah.
9: This is a this is a quick addendum. Um, I, I cut it short because you were coming up on the hour. Before <laughs> that thing about the Social Security, the man paid taxes on yes the, the uh, on the federal level that eighty five percent I was talking about that was back to Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill, and that was a bipartisan fix they put on that back in the early eighties because you know to try to fix keep social security solvent but they never indexed that 85 percent for inflation uh you know back when they did that uh, th- that income level was kind of significant that puts you like upper middle class or almost wealthy well here we are what uh, over what 30, 30 years 30 years 50. later yeah yeah and it's uh so if the man wants to do us all a favor uh since he's a republican evidently and the republicans have the executive branch and the congressional branch legislative branch have him get a hold of them and adjust that index set for inflation and that'll help us all on not paying taxes on our social security.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it would. And uh but that's not going to happen, you know. <laughs>
9: <laughs> probably 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 not because yeah. it, it, it is a reason why it is because yeah. uh, to keep it solvent, but yeah. I just want to Add that on. That was yeah. a bipartisan fix at the time, and uh, that's just the way it is.
1: Yeah, for federal taxes, right.
9: Correct, correct. But no, there is no state tax on Social Security. Right. All right. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Sure thing.
1: Yep. Bye-bye. Right. I've checked with some other people on that. They all agree with Bob on the, the state um, not taxing it. By the way, the uh, Sentinel from Centennial uh, tweets out today. They had Character Day. You could dress up as anybody you wanted. Uh, Somebody, some young man, he's uh, wearing a a fur coat. He's got a Make America Great Again hat on. He's uh, pretending to be Kanye West, I guess, (laughs) for character day. Okay, Uh, that just came in. Uh, 1027, hi, Anna Wall, how are you?
12: Good morning. I'm enjoying your program.
1: Well, thank you. And
12: at the outset, let me again reiterate my opinion of my belief that the News Gazette is one of the best, and WDWS are both providers of excellent information that I was totally oblivious of when I was a college professor, and I want to thank you.
1: Well, you're welcome.
12: I'm particularly referring to education because this is my area of competence I used to be. I am surprised that some of the people who are involved in policy making, if not policymaking in the schools, but who are working with the schools and trying to deal with some of the problems, they seem to be totally oblivious to the cultural differences mm-hmm. uh, among the students. And uh, I, it, it bothers me since I was, raised in an all-black school in the Plessy versus Ferguson, it all segregated, that I, that I could come up here and bluff my way through two electives at the University of Illinois based on what I learned in sixth grade.
3: Hmm.
12: And these people up here seem to be having problems getting black children to the sixth grade. Well, we
1: should so find I, out uh, I think we're supposed to find out this week about the the, the school board uh, with Unit Four in the charter school, so um, should know, be should be coming out here in the next day or two.
12: My point is that some of these people involved with the school system, including some of the active activist groups in the community and some of the educators, don't seem to know the role cultural differences play in learning
1: all right. Thank you, Anna Wall.
12: Thank
1: you. Yep, appreciate it. We're coming up on the news here. We've got uh, Dick here next. Hi, Dick.
13: Howdy. I think some people are a little confused. I agree with them that you don't pay taxes in Illinois on retirement income or Social Security. The problem is that I guess somebody's misunderstanding. The Democratic candidate, Mr. Pritzker, wants to make those those incomes taxable if he gets to be governor.
1: So that's his one of his ideas, then.
13: That's one of his ideas. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where this individual that was talking about taxing Social Security comes from. But uh, if I got, I got a hunch if he wins, that's exactly what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. And I know to change some of the tax law, they've got to do an amendment, right? They can't just on some of this stuff. Uh, they'll have yeah. to,
13: they'll, yeah. They would have to amend the Constitution. Right, yeah. In that relationship... They would uh they would have to amend the constitution to cover uh and he wa- and he wants to do that. He wants to go to uh uh progressive progressive, yeah, tax, progressive rate. tax, yeah. And he and in the process of doing that he wants to tax uh retirement income and social security.
1: Yeah. Well my guess is he's gonna raise the flat rate regardless. So
13: Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> he'll get that one. That he can do.
1: Yeah, well, gotta have money, you know, gotta have a lot of money.
13: Well, if they never learned to spend, uh when they raise taxes, not uh, to try to pay their bills and uh, start new programs where they got more bills, they might get someplace. Yeah.
1: Well, if you or I tried that, we wouldn't last very long, would we? <laughs> no. I think uh, that's where it... I
13: got that problem already. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, know. I know. It's just the bills keep coming. So, hey, thank you, Dick. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Straighten us out. 10:31. Got some more coming up here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Uh, News headlines here with Michael Kaiser. After the news headlines here with more Penny for Your Thoughts. Penny for Your Thoughts. New stock 1400 DWS. Glad you're with us. Been a very, very fast show today, 1035. I'm off tomorrow. Among uh, the guests Scott Beatty will have on tomorrow, things he'll be talking about. Carol Mitten is the new uh, city administrator for the city of Urbana. And uh, he'll be visiting with her tomorrow. I'm back on Wednesday, Justice Robert Steigman, and we'll have an immigration expert on Thursday uh, just to talk about how you become a citizen of the U.S. And of course, that will cover a lot of uh, ground, both uh, illegal and legal immigration and so forth. Uh, by the way, real quick, uh, Corey Swanson reminds us that he's a hands on owner. Swanson Roofing, the roofing dog. We talked about your basement, we've talked about your grass. Let's talk about your roof. The Roofing Dog is truly a family-owned business, 100% owned and operated by Corey Swanson and his wife, Melissa. Corey's a graduate of the University of Illinois from Rantoul High School up there in the northern end of the county. The Roofing Dog crew is comprised of roofing professionals certified in roof installation. All of the crew are company employees, receive full benefits and 401Ks. They've been with the company for many years. Swanson Roofing takes responsibility and ownership of every past customer, And that's the cornerstone of their business. Swanson Roofing will also help you with small repairs, help you save your roof. Even if uh, Swanson Roofing did not do your roof, they're happy to come out and fix any problems. They serve uh, Champagne, Vermilion, Ford, and McLean counties. They've been around a long time. They're local. They've been doing this very well for a very long time. 217-355-ROOF, 217-355-7663, or visit Swanson Roofing online at theroofingdog.com. All right, we've talked about uh, taxes and what's taxed and what's not, and uh, we're going to Fred Gertz here, who's on the line. Fred knows all about this. Hey, Fred, how are right,
14: you? I to call, you. it's not the second or fourth Tuesday, but <laughs> someone uh, suggested I uh, uh, check in. Uh, I don't know where you are right now in terms of uh, getting things straight, but uh, Illinois, the state, does not tax uh, retirement income pensions and in 401Ks, 403Ds. IRAs and so on, and they don't don't tax us security. So they're one of the few states that tax much of any uh, retirement income. Okay, so So, um, I don't know where you you are right now.
1: Well, we were just talking Uh, uh, the difference between the federal. Federal, they do at a certain percentage, but in the state, regardless of your income, there's no taxes on any of your retirement funds of any kind, right? Right.
14: Okay. Unlike the the, the federal government taxes, all of uh, 401ks flow through these IRAs, so there's a huge difference there. But not in regard to Social Security, but in regard to uh, these other retirement sources. Right. So anyway, uh, I'll, I'll let you go and go on. To no,
1: there. that's okay. And, and I, if uh, and, and there's talk of to change it, they'd have to change the state constitution, right? For for some. No, uh,
14: they wouldn't. That uh, uh, there's something even bigger than uh, a problem in changing the state t- constitution that's making a bunch of retiring. So the uh, Illinois politicians are afraid of touching that. There's no legal impediment to doing that. They simply don't want to uh, uh, go that direction.
1: Okay. But uh, the Constitution, to make a progressive tax, for instance, you have right. to you have to change? Yeah, yeah,
14: but, right. There's a, a provision in the Illinois Constitution that says uh, rates have to be non-graduated. So they have to, it's a two-step process. Of, first of all, the General Assembly would have to uh, put it on the ballot and have to be approved by a substantial majority, and that would only make it possible. Then the next step would be uh, the the state actually enacting a progressive tax. Mm -hmm. So uh, it it would be a matter of uh, two or three years before that could actually happen. And uh, my cynical view is that uh, uh, people like uh, Speaker Mannington don't really want to do that. They just want to uh, defer things for a while, and, and uh, the term is "kick the can down the road." So, uh, even though there's a lot of talk about it, I, I think it's quite a ways away from mm-hmm. everybody. But,
1: but to even to, but to change, if they wanted to say, "Okay, we're going to start taxing retirement income," that's not a state constitution issue. That's just uh, political will. Is that what you're right, saying?
14: Right. they could do that any day they wanted to. Okay. Uh, for the last forty years, they haven't chosen to do that. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Well, Doctor okay. Gertz, thank you. Thanks, good to talk to you. Yep. All right. There you go. Now there, you've got the doctor's opinion, huh? Don't get any more official than that. <laughs> All right, Mike, how are you? Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good.
15: Good. Well, I wanted to have touch base out there with respect to the Illinois Marathon. Yes. Glad to have it in the community. Uh, I think it's a wonderful thing. I don't run. I don't understand running, but I'm sure those folks. Wouldn't understand some of the things that I enjoy doing. Um, I watched Channel 3 News the other morning, and uh, they mentioned the dollar amounts that this generates for our community. And I think it's great that the hotels, restaurants, and so forth bring in that kind of money. But I'm wondering if it ever gets published. Maybe someone knows. What kind of money do the cities and maybe the university generate over this. I'm sure they've got quite a bit of money going toward overtime for police, fire, EMS, public service, or public works folks. But curious what kind of dollars actually do come to the community and where it all ends up. And I'm still driving on the same potholes I was before and after the marathon, so that that kind of interest I have.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, You're so you're asking if it goes into an actual city budget or it's just the overall economic pie of the community.
15: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Channel 3 mentioned, uh, and I don't have a dollar amount that I recall, so I won't say one, but uh, obviously tens of thousands of dollars. And it goes to restaurants, hotels, and that's great. But I know the cities incur expenses. I'm sure tremendous ones with, uh, like I say, with the services provided. So I was wondering if, if anybody knows if there's actually a financial report generated by this, say, from the economic development folks or anybody like that.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a good question. That's, uh may have to ask Jane DeLuce about that or somebody like that.
15: Okay. Well, that, yeah, there you go.
1: All right. Hey, thank you, Mike. Okay. Appreciate it. Uh, good morning from Robert. He says, good morning, Brian. Is there some equipment working your- I keep hearing a beeping noise on your broadcast. The noise goes away during the commercial breaks. Maybe you're doing some remodeling near the studio. The uh, beeping noise sounds like a backup alarm on a lift. I don't know, Ed. Got anybody working nearby? <laughs> I don't know. All right, uh, we'll come back with more. We've got Al up next and more texts and emails after this. 10.46 on Penny for Your Thoughts. Newstalk 1400 here as we um, move our way through these two hours. Al hung on through the
16: barrack. Uh, hi, Al. How are you this morning? Good morning. I'm fine. I have a question about the marathon. Yeah. Maybe it's already been asked. I don't know. But I read where the two gentlemen tied for the and got the second place money. That's right. My question is, are there monies for the women, and is it the same as for the men?
1: That's a good question. I assume it is in this day and age. Well, I uh, don't. <laughs> but I would hope. Yeah, I mean, you run twenty-six <laughs> miles. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. It ought to be the same, right? But I don't well, know. That's I, a I, that's a really good question.
16: I think their entry fees are all all alike. So yeah, but I I, I saw nothing published about how many you know how many places they pay the uh, finishers Hmm. and it just mentioned the first and second place for the men right Hmm. and um so i was just curious to know if if somebody knew how much they pay the women
1: all right well i'm going to try to find that out i may not find out today but i'll try to get an answer okay okay thank you thank you sir yeah all right kay green is with us here for a couple minutes CU Ballet.
17: Yes, thank you, Brian. 20 years. 20 years you have been around, yes. Yeah? yeah, yeah. and
1: CU Ballet is made up of who?
17: Um, CU Ballet is made up of a company of core dancers um, that are from Champaign County, sometimes outside of Champaign County, and uh, they dance probably 20 hours a week um, An audition for our company, Core, and then each spring they uh, bring a ballet to the Virginia. Mm-hmm. We're the same company that brings you the Nutcracker, and mm-hmm. um, in, in the winter so um also bring a spring ballet to the virginia we're very excited to bring sleeping beauty
1: these is it called sleeping beauty or the it's Beauty? it's the sleeping is beauty don't you know yes it's like the ohio state <laughs> university <you
17: know>? well <laughs> sort of i guess yes yeah. so um yeah this weekend so it's gonna be at the virginia at the virginia opens this friday evening mm-hmm. and then two performances on saturday um so they can Buy mm-hmm. tickets at the Virginia Theater.
1: How much are tickets? You know? um, gosh, let's see They can see call. Here. I can give you the they, number.
17: They can absolutely call, but um, tickets range anywhere from $12 for students and youth to $24 for adults.
1: Okay. Uh, 356-9063 is the uh, Virginia Theater number. Or you That's can visit right. the Virginia Theater website.
17: Right, the org. Yes. Always a good place to go.
1: Yep. So uh, check that out. And uh, for people that have never been to a ballet... Is it um, a emotional experience? It
17: is. You know, I my husband took me to my first ballet um, just a few years ago, uh, which is when I first was introduced to CU Ballet, and I was overwhelmed by what I saw on stage. I mean, it brought tears to my eyes. These young people who are so very talented. Um, they make it look it's effortless as you see them leap across the stage. But it's um, such a, a, a gem of an organization, and and they bring this. Live ballet right here in Champaign County. We don't have to go to Chicago for it. We can just go to the Virginia and and, uh, and see it.
1: And you've been watching this as they've been getting ready. I mean, this yes. is as good as it's. As, you'll see, right? It I mean. it
17: absolutely is. They, um, yes, you will just. Um, you know, I hear a lot of uh, comments after the Nutcracker uh, from so many patrons who visit um, us at the at Cranert saying, "Wow, you know, we we thought we had to go to Chicago to see this, but." This is right here. We're coming back. So mm-hmm. it's very rewarding for, for our dancers and, and us as an organization as a whole. So mm-hmm. we work hard.
1: So the Virginia Theater coming up Friday night. Yes, at come see the, us. 7 o'clock, Saturday, May 5th, 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. And just go to the Virginia Theater website. Absolutely. And check it out or call 356-9063. For the Sleeping Beauty.
17: And will not be disappointed. Yeah.
1: Kay, hey, great to see you. Thanks
17: so much, Brian. And how
1: are the chicklets doing? Hey, you the chicklets. You and yeah, uh, we're, Ellen. We're going to get a tour Becky. bus, you
17: know. <laughs> There's a rumor that we're going to perform at the uh, the County Queen Pageant coming up in July, there so there. stay tuned for that.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, don't be a one-hit wonder Okay, you know, the chicklets. Okay? <laughs> right. All right. Thank you, Kay. Thank you. Yeah, great to see you. We'll take a quick break. We've got Dell. Bro <laughs> Ten fifty four and sixty-four degrees here at DWS. And we've talked about Woods basement system. Protect your home's investment. Get a free estimate from Woods and fix those basement and crawl space cracks once and for all. Two things in common with all of that. Cracks get worse if you ignore them and they keep stealing value from your home until the cause until the uh, cause of those are fixed. Over the years, Woods has acquired several awards for their basement finishing projects and their Crawl Space Encapsulation System, but they're the proudest of their Better Business Bureau Torch Awards. These are very prestigious awards in this industry. Remember, Woods estimates do not cost you anything. So if you're fearing uh, the unknown here, they can help you with a free estimate at least. Get an idea, get a handle on what this might cost. And how much is it costing you to not fix the problem? Call Woods Basement Systems for your free estimate today, 888-935-4333. Or go online at woodsbasementsystems.com. They've been doing this. They've helped over 55,000 homeowners since 1986, which is when I graduated from college. And that is a long time ago now. Is it really that long since I was in college? Wow. All right, uh, Dell. How are you, Dell?
18: I'm okay. Uh, I'm pretty concerned, though. Uh-oh. I checked the News Gazette this morning and was not surprised to find that in the listing of key sporting events for each day of the week, <clears throat> the Kentucky Derby was not mentioned.
1: It's coming up this Saturday, right?
18: really concerns me. You said, I listened to a ball game the other day that Lone was, was announcing, mm-hmm. and he said he didn't have any feeling for what was going on with the Kentucky Derby. And my feeling and experience is that, that Loney doesn't have something to say. Our local media are never going to touch it. <laughs> so would you just tell somebody in the sports department that it's this Saturday?
1: Yeah, so the Derby is this Saturday, right? First Saturday in May. Right. We'll run for the Roses. Well, my guess is they probably have something later in the week, I think, but I would hope.
18: Well, We'll also have online, but I, we always used to. We used to have parties all the time for the derby, and we'd read the papers and call each other and say, "Hey, we better switch our choices here." None of that goes on anymore. And if Loney's not paying attention, we've hit a new bottom. Well,
1: I know he's interested in it, but uh, boy, he'll uh, he'll have to get up to speed because you're right. He's kind of our leader on that category.
18: Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's thank, all.
1: Thanks, Dell. Appreciate you hanging on. And let's go uh, back to the phones to Brian. Hello, Brian.
15: Hello, Brian. Yes. There's an echo. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, my mom was a, a World War II bride from England. Yeah. And my father had to write uh, the immigration people and prove that he could take care of her and that she wouldn't be a drag on society. Plus, she had to take tests uh, on the Constitution and the American way of life, and she basically had to prove that uh, she would be a plus to this country before they would grant her citizenship. Mm. And it it was a long, arduous process.
3: Yeah.
1: Now, that's what it sounds like. Hey, Brian, I hate to cut you off, but i got one other caller here I need to get in. So. All right. Somebody had asked about um, economic impact. Jane DeLuce, she she had her ears on. Were, were your ears burning, Jane?
2: Uh, something like that. Actually <laughs> <emailed me>. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's
1: okay. Happening. Only got a couple of minutes, but real quick, uh, yeah. somebody was asking about uh, economic impact. Does do the, do the cities benefit in their actual coffers, or is it just the big economic pie in general?
4: Absolutely. The cities do benefit, the community benefits as a whole. It's, it's upward, it's millions of dollars, upward of 10 million, depending on the number
10: of registrations. And it, it not only is hotels, so tax dollars that go to the cities, mm-hmm. it's restaurants that benefit from it, it's jobs that are created with it, it's all the indirect. I mean, the number of medals that are produced at the t shirts and the apparel. And supportive, you know, all of the the
4: services that happen, both with public safety, and as well as everything else that are indirect costs with the marathon. So it's a huge economic boom for the city, for the community as a whole, and it's a tremendous showcase of our community.
3: And
4: yeah. I, I think time and time again, people just talk about how friendly everyone is here, and what a
14: great way it is to to talk about our community. Mm-hmm.
1: And the other question you may not be able to answer. This may be more for Jan or for Mike, but the uh, purses, they you know, they had the tie and they split the men. Uh, is the purse the same for the women, or is it different, or do you even know?
2: I do not know the answer yeah. to that question. That will be a good question for Gene and Mike <laughs> okay. to ask. About. <laughs>
1: that's yeah, what that's I very good question. <laughs> that's what I thought. I didn't want to didn't want to trip you up on something you may not know about. So I, but, I uh,
3: appreciate that.
1: <laughs> all right, hey Jane, thank you.
4: Absolutely, yep. have a great day. Thanks, Ta- Brian.
1: Talk to you soon. Bye, that's Jane DeLuce. All right, uh, we're out of time. Clock says it's 1059-42-43, which means I have 15 seconds to tell you that I will not be here tomorrow. Uh, Scott Beatty will be in this chair tomorrow. And uh, the new city manager at Urbana, among the people he'll talk to, Justice Steigman on Wednesday, talk immigration on Thursday. Busy week ahead on WDWS Champaign-Urbana.